In today's show, we've got news about Bob Chapik, named CEO. New Finding Dory's Friends scavenger hunt begins. Tokyo Disney Parks to close for at least two weeks. New meetups, trivia, and so much more, all in today's Disney Parks podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Park Hopper John from WDWParkHoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times. And get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. Well, all right, everybody. Welcome to the show. Oh, how you tonight, Tony? Doing good, 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 good. Before we get into it, I do want to let you know about our show sponsor, which is our good friends over at Destinations to Travel. If you're planning any type of travel, vacation, a destination experience like a wedding or a, a vow renewal or an anniversary, you definitely want to reach out to our friends at Destinations to Travel. Uh, right now, they've got a great offer where you can save up to 20% on rooms in early 2020 at select Walt Disney World resorts or if you really want to go big, you can embark on a one-of-a-kind adventure by Disney experience in Southern California. Uh, you're going to be having private tours and rare behind-the-scenes looks at many of the most iconic Disney locations in SoCal via Adventures by Disney. But this exclusive experience will be made even more unforgettable with the addition of a very special dinner with some Disney legends. Uh, who's going to be there? Well, Bob Gurr, your friend and mine, Bob Gurr. Uh, legend Garner Holt and Disney historian Jeff Barnes is going to be there. Uh, there's going to be a special dinner at Steakhouse 55 at Disney's Grand California Hotel and Spa. When are they going to be traveling? That's going to be August 2nd through the 7th of this year. It's going to be a Southern California Disneyland, Disney California Adventure, Walt Disney Animation Studios, Walt Disney Archives, and Walt Disney Imagineering. So if you want to take advantage of these incredibly special rates, you want to go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash the letter D, the number two, travel that's disneyparkspodcast.com forward slash the letter d the number two travel it's going to be a very short information form fill that out and one of the amazing people from destinations to travel will get in touch with you you definitely want to check them out our friends at destinations to travel speaking of travel yes tony take a very special journey oh i took a very special journey did you take a special trip on a big spaceship? I don't remember the words. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so I decided to uh, bite the bullet on Thursday, last Thursday, and see if I can get on Rise of the Resistance. So a friend of mine was in town. I said to her, I said, hey, hey, <laughs> uh, you want to take a shot at uh, you know going on Rise? And she's like, hell yeah. So uh, the plan was this. She was staying at the Hilton Orlando. Uh, I don't live that far from there. So I picked her up uh, about a quarter to six. Uh, I figured, let's get there at six. What I didn't check and uh, was kind of silly of me is what time park open was that day. I thought it was at seven, but it was really at eight. <laughs> Ooh, brutal, bro. Yeah. So I was like, all right, whatever. Uh, I didn't tell her that until I picked her up. <laughs> <laughs> I said, all right. So we, we go to the park, we park the car, we go through security, and we are right at the ticket booths. So not that far from the actual turnstile. Uh, but 
they were going to open the turnstiles at 7 because they need everybody in the park uh, prior to them flipping the switch on the system uh, at 8 o'clock a.m. So uh, we got in the park uh, at 7. It went pretty quick. Bam, bam. They were processing people very quickly. Uh, we decided to head towards Toy Story Land, which was probably our first mistake. Mm-hmm. So they don't really let anybody in Toy Story Land per se. So they line everybody up on the right hand side and they stop them uh, just where the slinky dog line kind of always is, just around that bend. So everybody stopped there. I mean, I wanted to go to the pee pee room and they wouldn't even let me go to the Toy Story Land pee pee room. They made me oh go back to the one by uh, Jeffrey's Coffrey. So I was like, whatever. I'll hold You're it. You're not allowed to go, go to, to the pee pee room. Yeah. You need to go all the way back to the front of the park to go pee pee. I said, I understand the land's not open, but you're telling me the bathrooms are locked? <laughs> I've got a condition. I know they're not because they don't have doors. Right. <laughs> anyway, so after that uh, brief encounter with that crazy cast member, I fine. Just got back in line. So we're standing right by cast member, and he goes, like, at 7... 40 or 755 you want to have the app open on the home page and ready to hit the button at eight o'clock so we're all ready boom eight o'clock comes bam hit the button hit the button first i get an error it says oops something went wrong you know that little blue bar that shows up on the app so the cast member was like oh take a screenshot take a screenshot so I take a screenshot and we can't get a boarding group He's like, oh, you're going to have to go to guest services and get that fixed. No. So I'm like, all right. So we, now, that whole thing took two hours. That's two hours. Start the clock, right? Right. Then we spent another hour in the guest experience line. They have one right near the entrance to Toy Story Land. We waited an hour, and the cast member in no way wanted to help us i had a screenshot 801 error and she's like well we were told they were all gone in 60 seconds and they're not showing any system errors so there's nothing we can do you'll just have to come back another time i said no 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 i did not get up at five o'clock in the morning stand outside the park for two hours then stand in this line for another hour for you to tell me no 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 yeah, nothing you can do. Yeah, there's nothing you can do. I said, nothing, nothing? Like, give me a boarding pass for later and maybe. No. She said, no, there's nothing really we can do. There's no, there's no system errors, no problems. Fine. I said well, to him, yeah. I got proof that that's not true. Exactly. So I said, all right, that's fine. So then we went to the real guest relations at the front of the park. And we tell the woman the whole story. Let's show her the screenshot. Look, 801. She's like, yeah, they were all gone. I said, come on. How is that possible in 60 seconds that they're gone? How, how is that systematically possible that they're all right. gone in, in 60 seconds? So she's like, well, all right. <clears throat> you know, she goes, I'm going to, I'm going to do you a, 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 not a favor, but she goes, I'm going to, I'm going to get your boarding group. I said, great. I, I appreciate that. You know, I just, I said, listen, there are some things I think you can do to fix this. 
I said, getting people up at 6 a.m. in the morning, it just seems crazy. I, I said, uh, you know, I told them my whole plan, you know, distribute them during the day, you know, certain amount. Anyway, she gives us a board. She goes, it's an all-day, anytime boarding group. I was like, oh, fantastic. So I said to my friend, well, let's just go. Let's go and get it done. Yeah. I said, before the thing breaks down, and then <laughs> then we're screwed again. So uh, we, get, uh, we, we get to the line. We show our uh, fast pass. Ding ding, go ahead. We waited an hour <gasps> in the line to get on the attraction. Oh my god! Okay, so that's four hours so far. Two to two to get in. One in the. Uh, oh wait, uh, yeah, no, five hours. Two, one in the that uh, line. One in the main entrance line. Another hour there, and then uh, an hour to get on. So we're up to six hours of mm-hmm. just just waiting in lines. <laughs> right. Nice. Uh, the queue is nice. It's, you know, it's it's going to be great because it's, most of it's inside. It's air conditioned. You know, you'll be out of the weather. You'll be out of the elements. It'll be air conditioned. Uh, the attraction, I would not call it the best thing ever. It was good. It was fun. But the best thing ever is an exaggeration of the truth, <laughs> in my right. opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to give all of what the ride is about, but there are uh, part of the queue area or when you get on the actual ride vehicle is all part of the experience. Okay. Uh, so there there are some fun things of that. And the cast members won't break character. I tried. I mean, I was doing some <laughs> pretty crazy things to get them to try and break character. And they would not, which I thought was great, you know. Right. So we finally get on. It's all the way to the last scene where your ride vehicle has to go into uh, like a, a, a almost like the twilight twilight zone territory. You know, you have to get to a certain thing, and the vehicle's got a lock, and then mm-hmm. the vehicle drops. Well, this mm-hmm. is you're getting in, and then it kind of takes off like almost uh, Star Tours. Well, our vehicle just stopped in front of that. Oh no! And the attraction broke down. And the attraction broke down. <laughs> So seriously, seriously, my biggest fear has happened that I'd be on this damn thing after all this waiting and it would break down. Tony broke it. Good job, Tony. So 101 had to get walked off uh, the thing and they were very adamant about us not taking our phones out of our pockets. I mean, anytime you put your hand in your pocket, they're like, don't take your phone out. I'm like, I'm just. Dude, it's already on the internet. You can back off yeah, now. I, I'm just touching something. Well, all the lights are on, so you can see all the mechanicals and workings of the attraction. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, we get off, and they go, you'll get a fast pass uh, to come back. And I said, well, I'm not waiting in a line for another hour. She goes, no, 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 no. You'll just come right to the front. We'll we'll get we get you right to the front, uh, and then you'll just ride. You don't have to stand in the whole queue. What? That day or any day? Well, that day. It, it was only good for that day. She goes, if you can't ride or come back this, today, then you'll have to come back later. Or you'll have to go to guest service and get it bumped to another day. So it it was a, a it was a, an, any ride, any time, fast pass. And uh, we had to wait until boarding group 30. Mm-hmm. So they were at like 28. So I said, well, let's go do like Toy Story Mania and uh, we'll come back because we had uh, fast passes for that. So we go uh, and do that. And I accidentally tapped my magic band. (gasps) 
and it used my Star Wars return. Oopsie. <laughs> so now I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to have to kill somebody to get on this ride today. <laughs> so we go back. I tap my magic band and he's like, oh, it's not. I said, well, I'm with her. You know, we both got, you know, removed from the vehicle. I accidentally used mine over at Toy Story Mania. I, I just brushed up against the thing and it, she's like, yeah, go ahead. So we finally get on and actually finally get the thing. So our journey started at six o'clock in the morning. We weren't done until one thirty at the afternoon, finally getting on this attraction. I can see why you don't think it's the best ride ever. <laughs> Plus you're not a Star Wars fan. I'm a Star Wars fan, but I don't need to be uh, standing in a line for an hour for something. Even when I have a boarding group, you know, I, I, I just thought that was crazy. But uh, there are some good elements to the ride that I enjoyed. Some of the special effects, I think, were are, are pretty cool. I just mm -hmm. think that, you know, I think we were all told that this was going to be a super long ride. You're going to have this great experience. You're going to live your story. I don't, it's not, and I don't think it lives up to any of that. All right. You know, it's just my opinion. Listen, you all sure. have to go try it. Go, go have fun. Go out there and do it. I'll, uh, I'll ride it and give you my opinion. Yeah. In what, 20, 2040, when the line is, doesn't exist? <laughs> we'll see. Because that's we'll about see. the next time I'm going to go back. <laughs> we'll see how that works out. We've, we've kicked around the idea about going. We had, um, the, the the downside is is we only usually have weekends mm. available, and it's just really hard to convince us to go on a weekend yeah, to get up uh, at that time up. and do that. Yeah, yeah. I, it's real. That's a big ask. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. All right, all right. Let us know what you guys think about the rise of the resistance. If you've had a chance to ride, does did Uncle Tony put a bad taste in your? Hang on, did Uncle Tony give you the? Are you rethinking your opinion of Rise of the Resistance <laughs> listening to Uncle Tony? <laughs> There's no way I was getting out of that without being in trouble. Um, let us know in the comments. Let us know in an email. Let us know what your thoughts of Rise of the Resistance are. I, I have not written it yet. If I couldn't even give you. I've watched a ton of video. Mm. I'm excited about writing. I want to see how all that stuff works. Yeah. So. yeah. All right. Anything else? Yeah. Well, there's nothing else we can do but get into the news and now disney parks podcast news oh dude that's a long news all right yeah uh, there's a costume ex exhibit exhibit there's a costume exhibit from the walt disney archives headed to seattle's mopop in october so all of you folks living up in the land of grunge uh you can go check out some uh, amazing costumes from walt disney uh, the costuming of Disney characters has dazzled people for years, and now you have a chance to see some of the most stunning pieces up close and personal. Uh, the Museum of Pop Culture, MoPop, announced uh, the October opening of Heroes and Villains, the art of Disney costumes, in partnership with the Walt Disney Archives. Through more than 70 original items, including ball gowns, sorcerers' capes, military uniforms, tiaras, and, of course, glass slippers, the exhibition immerses visitors into the world of Disney and shows how our understanding of its iconic characters is shaped through the artistry and creativity of the costumes. The exhibit will, um, the exhibit which guests were first able to experience at D23 Expo in 2019 includes costumes from some of Hollywood's preeminent designers, past and present, 
including Academy Award winner Colleen Atwood, Sandy Powell, and Tony Walton, as well as Emmy winner, oh, geez, Ellen Mjorsnik, Mjorsnik <laughs> and Emmy nominees Eduardo Castro and Penny Rose. See, Penny Rose, easy. I can't everybody have easy names. <laughs> the main gallery will be divided into three sections, Disney heroes, Disney villains, and the spaces between reserved for the anti-heroes whose fascinating journeys make them among Disney's most complex characters. There will be interactive elements and plenty of chances for photo opportunities. Among the costumes included in Disney's heroes section are Belle's village dress. This has got to be from the new movie. Mm. Yeah. Belle's village dress and ball ground from 2017's Beauty and the Beast, Giselle and Prince Edward's costumes from one of my favorites, Enchanted, and two iconic Mary Poppins traveling dresses from the 1964 film, and the other from the 2019 Mary Poppins Returns. Disney Villains ensembles includes the trio of wonderfully wacky witches from 1993's Hocus Pocus, the duo of dresses worn by stepsisters in 2015's Cinderella, and the dress worn by the incomparable Betty Davis uh, in 1978's Return from Witch Mountain. Good God, I forgot she was in that movie. Right. And Spaces in Between includes Maleficent's gown from the 2014 film, which only the 2014 film makes her a in between her, as well as the evil queen and hooks costume from once upon a time. You notice that everything after the year 2000, there's really not a black or white. Everything's gray. Mm, true. Mopop is the first museum to show this ex- exhibition, which premiered at D23 last year. More information on the exhibition, including the opening date in October and uh, press preview opportunities will be announced later in the year. That sounds like fun. That yeah. would be a good to go to Seattle to hang out. Right. Yeah. I, and I don't, I don't want to go see a bunch of dresses personally, but I am married to someone who would. That's true. That's true. See, they should have like other things. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe Star Wars outfits or something. <laughs> something to drag the guys. Hey, while your wife is over there looking at all those dresses, look at these cool Star Wars things over here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> hey, look at the outfit for Thor. Look yeah. at the outfit yeah. for the Daredevil from the Netflix yeah, series. Yeah, Spider-Man oh. suit or something. You know. Luke, one of the many jackets that Luke Cage got shot through. I yeah. mean, that's... The... Yeah. yeah, yeah. Something... That'd be cool. You know, yeah. It's like when you go to a dress store, there's always a chair for the guy to sit in because he's bored out of his skull. <laughs> mm. Right? Yeah. All right, if you weren't on the internet last week, uh, Bob Chappick was named a chief executive officer of the Walt Disney Company. And I think the internet has some mixed feelings. Like, oh my God, Bob's leaving. Yeah, Yeah. but Bob is replacing him, so you don't have to learn a new name, you know? From one Bob to the other. Yeah, you know. Uh, So the Walt (laughs) Disney uh, Company Board of Directors announced that uh, Bob Chappick is now uh, Chief Executive Officer, the Walt Disney Company, uh, effective immediately. Mr. Chappick most recently served as the the chairman of Disney Parks and Experiences and Products. Mm-hmm. Iger uh, assumes the role of executive chairman and will direct the company's creative endeavors while leading the board and providing the full benefit of his experience, leadership, and guidance to ensure a smooth and successful transition uh, till the end of his contract on December 31st, 2021. Mm. We call this succession planning Mm. for those not in the corporate world. 
with the successful launch of uh, Disney's direct-to-consumer businesses and the integration of uh, 21st Century Fox well underway, I believe this is the opportune time uh, to transition to a new CEO, Mr. Igor said. I have the utmost confidence in the other Bob and look forward to working closely with him over the next 22 months as he assumes his new role and dives deep into the Disney multi-faced global business and operations while I continue to focus on the company's creative endeavors. Endeavors. Uh, Mr. Iger said, Bob, the other Bob, will be the seventh CEO in Disney's nearly 100-year-old history. And I think that's coming up next year, the mm-hmm. actual 100, which means they'll have the 100th of the company and the 50th of Disney World. So, Would good. it be 2023? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, and he's proven himself uh, exceptionally qualified to lead the company into the next century. The, throughout his career, Bob, the other Bob, has led with integrity and conviction, always respecting Disney's rich legacy, while at the same time taking smart, innovative risks for the future. His success over the past 27 years reflects his visionary leadership and his strong business growth and stellar results he has consistently achieved in his role at Parks Consumer Products and the studio. Under Bob Chappick's leadership as CEO, our portfolio of great businesses and amazing, talented people will continue to serve the company uh, as its shareholders uh, well uh, to come. Uh, Mr. Chappick, in his new uh, CEO, uh, new role as CEO, he will directly oversee all of the company's business segments and corporate functions. Mr. Chappick will report to Executive Chairman Mr. Iger and the Board of Directors. He will be appointed to the board at a later date, obviously when Bob mm-hmm. leaves. Uh, a new head of Disney Parks Experience and Products will be named at a future time. Mr. Chapik also has served uh, as chairman of Disney Parks Experiences and Products since the segment's creation in 2018. And prior to that, he was the chairman of the Walt Disney Parks and Resorts uh, since 2015. <coughs> before joining Disney, Mr. Chapik, uh, he joined Disney in 1993. And before he did that, he worked for the H.J. Hines Company in, uh, in advertising at J. Walter Thomas. Mm. So... What is your opinion of Mr. Chapek being CEO? Did you see that coming? Uh, well, ultimately, I mean that it was going to be him. Yeah, I think so. I think we all saw, kind of saw that coming. Yeah. What uh, what I think most of us didn't see coming was the timing. Mm. You know, it's like we woke up on a Tuesday and it's like, uh, hey guys, we've changed out bombs. Right. <laughs> we just wanted to see if you'd notice. Right. <laughs> right. Um, I don't think a lot of people knew it. I think the uh, the stocks show that. And yes, mm-hmm. I think that the, the succession plan was important and I knew that it was there. Right. But I just don't think, you know, I kind of theorized that, you know, is he going to make a run for president? Because they're having kind of having a hard time on the Democratic side of picking a picking a decent candidate that could withstand the scrutiny. Yeah. Bob Iger would be a perfect candidate. Um, mm-hmm. But. You know, I don't think that's that's what he said. He wasn't going to do that because a lot of people thought it. Apparently, right. Right. Um, stocks took a little bit of a hit. Yeah, but um, I think that's I, feel the point. Bad, 
Yeah, I think they're Disney. Of course they will. I feel a little bad for Chapik in this first week as uh, CEO. You know, two or three things happen in Walt Disney World that are pretty crappy. Yeah. You know, boat sinks and the TTA slams into each other. All but the Asian parks are closed. <laughs> all the Asian parks are closed. Uh, yeah. Just crazy. Yeah. Just crazy. Yeah. Crazy I'm five. interested. Uh, I, I don't want to see somebody replace Chapik. Uh, in charge of parks that is not a fan or a money cruncher like Staggs was. Well, Bob Chapik does have a reputation for being a money cruncher. He's a numbers guy. Yeah, but I, I want I want somebody I I'm, all the haters can send the email to me, but I want somebody that ha- had like Eisner's passion for parks. You know, build yeah. things, build parks, build experiences, build great attractions. You know, uh, you know, make the parks fun again. Um, Put that on a red hat and see what happens. Yeah, make the parks fun could, again. <laughs> I think he could do that because you know they've they've been spearheading. You know, he's been spearheading new attractions and and new hotels. All these things have been coming under Chapik's. Yeah, is it Chapik or Chapik? If I'm mispronouncing his name, I'm really sorry. But I, all that's come under Chapik's leadership, right? So great, build some more Trons, build some more Skyliners, build some more Star Wars lands. That's yeah. great to do all that stuff. Right. Just don't let the quality of the theme parks go to pot. That's the, that's the fear, you know. Right. But um, so yeah, that's kind of my opinion. Yeah. yeah. So I hope somebody uh, good gets in there. Somebody that can you know really do some fun, do some yeah. damage in the parks, make it nice. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Uh, all right. So if you'd like to support the show, if you like what we do here and would like to support us uh, financially, the best way to do that is to go to patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. Uh, we do several shows just for our patrons each week. Plus, on top of that, we have an amazing selection of rewards of the different tiers. Uh, so basically how it works is, is you decide uh, how much you'd like to uh, support us each month, and then we give you uh, rewards for all of that. And if you come in at the $5 level, you get the extra magic and the extra, extra magic hour show. And if you come in at the $10 level, you get the uh, Disney plus podcast on top of all of that. Plus we've added uh, a $35 a month level. Now, before you're like, Oh my gosh, that's a lot. This is what you get. You get all the perks and rewards at the $35 level. You get three extra shows, uh, and they're shorter shows. They're not hour-long shows. Uh, you get the extra, the extra, extra, and the Disney Plus podcast. And you get a t-shirt, Disney by the Numbers t-shirt club shirt each month. So that's all included. Uh, so we think that's very attractive, and I think that uh, you'd be silly not to sign up for that. So, so go check that out at patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. All right. Hey, uh, this week's trivia is brought to you by Character Signatures Autograph Books, where you can get high-quality, affordable autograph books for collecting all your character signatures at any of the Disney parks or cruise lines. All books are $5.99 each, uh, with a free two-day shipping through Amazon Prime. Hundreds of creative designs with your favorite characters, perfect for travel, easy to carry. You can buy them at... Uh, charactersignatures.com and the winner will receive two of these lovely little books uh, in the mail and last week John we had a trivia question 
uh, and it was on what attraction would you have heard Ready CB when you are? That would be, um, I have no idea. The Great Movie Ride. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Remember when they started? Roll, CB. We're ready when you are. Yep. Yep. All right. This week's trivia question is, oh, by the way, that was Nichelle who won, and uh, it's in the mail. Uh, This week's uh, trivia question is, when did the Epcot attraction Horizons originally closed? Not this second time that they're (laughs) putting something else. The original. Teaser. Yeah. The The original time. The OG Horizons. Uh, when did that close? Uh, if you know the correct answer, send that to uh, Disney Parks Podcast at gmail dot com. All right. Well, our good friend Dory has lost her friends. What? I know. Finding Dory Friends Scavenger Hunt is now available at the Seas with Nemo and Friends. I feel like we're going to have to go do this because this is one of our favorite places. Mm. Starting uh, yesterday, or March 1st, as you listen to this, uh, you can become Sea Sleuth with Finding Dory's Friends, a new self-led journey through the seas with Nemo and Friends Pavilion at Epcot. Grab a complimentary scavenger hunt booklet where you'll follow a map through the pavilion to solve rhyming puzzles and look for clues to help Dory remember and locate her marine friends. This new experience offers a fun and interactive way for guests of all ages to learn more about our friends under the sea. Uh, The booklet will be located on the first floor inside the seas with Nemo and Friends Pavilion. Collect cool stickers, learn fun facts about the amazing ocean animals, and make fun memories as you travel among the many fascinating exhibits and displays throughout the pavilion. You won't want to miss out on this new fantastic scavenger hunt adventure. <laughs> I love the way they uh, use the pun on words. It's it's pun-tastic. Yeah, you know, really if you don't get for the first time in forever, you get puns. <laughs> right. And they look... Okay, we need, a, we need a quick article. What do you want? Steve? No, 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 no. You're the first time in forever guy. Right. Bill? How about you? You're fantastic. Let's do that. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you've not been uh, paying uh, any attention to the news lately, uh, Tokyo Disney uh, Parks are now closed for two weeks uh, in March amid the coronavirus concerns. And I've heard that Disneyland Paris is on, like, uh, they're only a limiting how many people can go in the park. Really? Yeah, because they have concerns that if too many people go to the park, they could spread it. So I think they're limiting the capacity of the parks, which may be a great time to go to Disneyland Paris, if you don't mind it. Anyway, the uh, Oriental Land Company announced uh, that Tokyo Disneyland and Tokyo Disney Seas will both be closed for two weeks beginning uh, this past Saturday until March 15th due to the threat of the coronavirus uh, infection. Uh, spreading in Japan. This closure will have all of Disney theme parks in Asia temporarily closed. So that's all of them now. Hong Kong, Shanghai, Tokyo, all done. Holy cow. Yep. Uh, on the Oriental Land uh, site, uh, their website, they posted they plan to open on March 16th, but they will make a formal announcement after keeping close contact with relevant institutions. Additionally, Universal Studios Japan is also closing uh, for the same period. 
Shanghai Disneyland and Hong Kong Disneyland have remained closed uh, for over a month and the company warned of a negative impact on its second quarter results. According to CNBC, uh, the company stated that Disney Company, obviously, uh, on their earnings call back in February, that the closure of the Shanghai could have an impact on their operating profit by about $135 million if it's only closed for two months. So if it goes longer than that, it could have some serious impact on the uh, the Moonies. The Moonies coming in. Yeah, are they... I didn't catch that. Are they paying their cast members? I don't know if they are or not remember disney's only the partial owner it's owned by another uh you know it's owned by yeah yeah not oriental but a different uh chinese based company not japanese based company but i'm not sure if they're paying the people or, or or anything yeah that's incredible i mean it it I mean, I remember when we were talking about, like, you know, the handful of times that a Disney park is closed. Right. And it's either due to, like, a hurricane or, like, 9-11. Yes. <laughs> now this it'll is... be, hey, remember that time they were closed for two months with that virus thing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez. Remember when I the love... company lost $135 million at that time? <laughs> <laughs> remember when we took it off the chin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. It... It's so crazy. And welcome to being CEO, Bob Tappick. <laughs> hey, Bob. Coronavirus. <laughs> Enjoy, guys. <Yeah. laughs> Bob Bob Iger's like, hey, man, here's the keys to the kingdom. Yeah. Uh, uh, coronavirus. Oh, dude. Yeah. I'll That's be over here in the boardroom. Thanks, Tom. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be counting my money. Yeah. <laughs> a billion and one, a billion and two, a billion and three. See you, Bob. A billion and four, a billion and five. <sighs> yep. I feel bad for Chappick. But there, I mean, there's nothing you can do. No. I mean, it is what it is. Right. All right. He didn't do it. Sorry, that's right. We he don't think he did. <laughs> or did he? Right. Uh, Disneyland is offering special food and merchandise for the 25th anniversary of the Indiana Jones adventure. Ooh. Good God almighty. I didn't know it was that old. I know, right? Uh, March 3rd. Uh, so on the night we're recording this is tomorrow. Marks the 25th anniversary of the indiana jones adventure at disneyland park and the resort has some special offerings to celebrate so if you're listening to this and can get to disneyland if you're listening in the live show you better go if you're listening to this via like itunes you're too late (laughs) sorry uh first off is the new indiana jones funko pop uh that is available starting wow that was loud sorry (laughs) jeez uh, starting on uh, that started in February 29th at Disneyana and the Wonderground Gallery. Somebody get me one of those, please. I'll pay for it. Just get me one. That'd be awesome. I'm not sure if they're available anywhere. Uh, there's also a 25th anniversary shirt that will be available at Adventureland Bazaar. Uh, don't get me one of those. Uh, <laughs> finally, celebrate the anniversary with some special treats in Adventureland uh, and continuing until March 8th uh, over at the Tropical Hideaway. Up at the Tropical Hideaway. Everything's a song tonight. Sorry, guys. Uh, try a special Dole Whip that's loaded with chocolate or a chilled shaker-style salad with crunchy noodles. Bengal Barbecue is offering a special rib bowl with Cantonese barbecue sauce and steamed rice. Dr. Jones, that's Dr. Jones. Um, who didn't love Who didn't love uh, Short Round? Yeah. I mean, be honest. The single most racist c- character in the... Di- I mean, well, outside of all the Nazis... Right. 
the most racist <laughs> character in the entire series. <laughs> I mean, come on. Sorry, Disneyland Resort annual pass holders uh, will have special after-hours access to the attraction on March 4th and 5th. And now we have more information about how the event will work. Oh boy. God help us all. Pass holders will need to check in with their valid annual passport at the Star Wars launch bay to reserve a wristband while supplies last. Pass holders will then be able to explore the Anna Jones adventure for an additional hour after park close. (laughs) Or, as we like to say, stand in the queue line. Yeah, that's a long queue line, too. That's a great queue, too. Yeah. By the way. Yeah, there's a lot of hidden stuff in there. That's what she said. Yep. Hey, uh, this Saturday we're having our uh, meetup at new the brand new CityWorks Poor House at Disney Springs. Uh, we are going to be there at 2 p.m., so come meet us. I yep. think we might have one spot left officially. Uh, if you are coming and you don't uh, get a little Facebook ticket thing, uh, go to facebook.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast. Click on the events and RSVP there. Uh, if it's all filled up, uh, just shoot us an email and let us know, and we'll figure that out. See if we can work some magic. Yep. Uh, and then on uh, May 2nd, we are going to Ravello. Uh, you can also do that at facebook.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast, where you can RSVP. Need to do that by April 20th, so we know if you're coming, so we can add you uh, to the reservation. Uh, last year was kind of a weird thing. We were The table kept getting bigger by the minute. <laughs> it's like our table's growing. That's what she said. Uh, yeah. So uh, it's always nice to know ahead of time so we can prepare the restaurant for that. All right. Uh, we knew this was coming and we didn't know when, but now we do. So the transformation of Spaceship Earth at Epcot uh, will begin on May 26th. So if you were coming before May 26th, you better get on Spaceship Earth because A, it will not be the same and B, there'll be more construction walls and you will not get to see this. Right. So last year at D23 Expo, they uh, talked about a major transformation of Epcot underway and a reimagining of Spaceship Earth also coming. Uh, And today the Walt Disney Company confirmed that that work will begin on what they're calling the new vision for Spaceship Earth starting May 26th. And I know for a lot of people, this is heartbreaking. So... Um, you know, we'll have to see. Uh, the update will focus on the story of humanity following our long journey from prehistoric humans to today, brought to life with the magic and depth that only Disney can deliver. Some scenes will be updated and remain in the attraction to be joined by some brand new scenes that will help tell the story of our human experience. Uh, in Egypt, for example, the scene will transform Formed in will be transformed with new lighting and effects. Wow, sounds very fascinating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the attraction will uh, also featuring new narration and a focus on how light, sponsored by Philips Hue, uh, will play a role on our shared journey. I don't know if it's going to be Philips Hue, but I would just assume. Yeah, uh, coming to life in dynamic ways in a celebration of magic that's only possible when. We all come together. Disney, come together. <laughs> Disney says that this will be the most ambitious update since the park opened in 1982. And we're also hearing it's going to be about two years in the making. Now, I think that's too long. I think at least until the 50th. So, 
you know, sometime around October 2021 is when I think this will reopen. That's my guess. Yeah. I mean, if they're not building a brand new attraction, yeah. I can't I can't understand why it would take two years unless they're gutting a ton of it and then rebuilding it. Yeah. Which you never know. And there's only two holes that they can take things out of. The one we enter through and the hole in the top of Spaceship Earth. So that limits to how much stuff they can take out of the ball. <laughs> can, can go out the top, can it? <laughs> I, I've, I've heard it's a pretty big portal on the top of uh, Spaceship Earth, but, you know, what the hell do I know? <laughs> I, I don't know how many sets they can fit through that hole. <laughs> Even my bulldog is groaning at that one. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, buddy. You gotta you gotta relax. Your dad's working. <laughs> oh man. That's gonna be on your next story. I'm probably gonna do something with them. Uh next uh is the new chocolate workshop offering is coming to Disney's Riviera Resort. Guests can now learn all about chocolat at a new chocolat workshop taking place at the Riviera Resort. As if all the other things weren't enough to drive you there. This hands-on mm-hmm. workshop will give guests a taste of the ganachery. Especially chocolate, a specialty chocolate shop located in Disney Springs. Class participants will learn how to correctly taste chocolate from an expert chef chocolatier from the ganachery. They'll also observe a demonstration on how a ganache is made and create their own chocolate tur- truffle pops. <laughs> Workshops will take place on Saturdays at 11 a.m. at Disney's Riviera Resort beginning in March. Classes are $60 per person. Participants must be ages 12 and up to participate. And reservations can be made by calling 407-WDW-PLAY. Now, John, how do you typically taste chocolate? I tend to put it in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Have I been doing it wrong? <laughs> well, like you said in the previous story, you've only got two orifices. That don't. Um, I, I, well, okay, so here's the thing. I've been to different chocolate tastings, wine tastings, bourbon tastings, um, beer tastings, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, champagne tastings, mm-hmm. gin tastings. I've been to a bunch of different tastings. Okay. And I learn a little bit every time. Now, I know that my palate personally is not as experienced and it's not as, as, as refined as, as Sid's. Mm. But, you know, there are some things that I can take out of that and enjoy. I learn every time I go. So here's the thing. when The other day we were sitting around with some friends of ours at the Grand Destino and somebody ordered a bourbon. And I love bourbon. And so... This the wife tried it. She says, mm, "Man, you could really taste the vanillas and the." Mm, and she says something else. I was like, "Well, that's interesting." So I, I tasted it and I'm like, "Nope, no vanilla. I can't taste a thing." <laughs> <clears throat> I used to smoke stogies, and cigars are the same way. People are like you could tell the peppers and then this and that. And right. I would smoke. Cigars. I'm like, "Nope, all I feel is cigar," and I enjoyed it. But the, you know, the level of enjoyment. Because my palate was not as refined. Right. Uh, so all that being said, I would go and enjoy it and learn more. Mm. But no, you put the chocolate in the face, you chew, you taste it, you swallow. Life is good. Right. Now, if you're drinking like bourbons or scotch or something, there's a specific way you're supposed to, or wine, wine's mm. another way. 
Right. When you drink it, there's a, you know, you, you swirl it, spit, spit it out. You breathe in, yeah. breathe out, you know, open your mouth, let that kind of go through your nasal passages right. and it'll affect the smell and the taste. But I don't know, man. I just work here. I'm a dude trying to enjoy the dude. Yeah. And I would get done from this thing and probably go to the goofy place and order some chocolate and be just as happy. <laughs> yeah. Cause uh, I remember back in the day listening to like Gary Vaynerchuk on Wine Library talking about. You know, him tasting a wine. Oh, my God. Oh, can yeah. you smell the woods? and the? Te- I'm like, come on, buddy. Nobody, no, nobody can pull out 15 individual things in one sip of wine. <laughs> I think, I think you you're know, pulling I, it out of a different place. <laughs> <laughs> I've, read, I've read a lot about some of those people, um, especially in the cigar world. Mm-hmm. And the same goes for the wine world and, and anything that you're that passionate about. I'm not saying that they're not tasting it, but there is a case to be made for, you know, no, I can't distinctly tell 15 different flavors. Right. So I think there's a lot of that is just like, you know, smoke the cigar. Right. Wow. That's really good. Can you, can you taste the cherry? No. no. Oh, you can't taste the cherry overtones. Okay. So then a couple of weeks later, you're hanging out with your buddies and you light up a story and go, Oh man, you taste that cherry. You're not tasting the cherry, right? But somebody said you should be tasting cherry. Right. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I just work here. I agree. The only time I've ever been able to do is like pipe tobacco. I can taste it in pipe tobacco. That's mm. about it. Maybe that's my thing. I should get back into pipes. I don't know. Sounds good to me. Sounds good. All right. All right. Hey, uh, Everything's Mickey and Minnie these days. They have a new uh, trivia game uh, coming to the Play Disney Parks app uh, in celebration of the two new offerings coming to Disney's Hollywood Studios. The Play Disney Parks app is introducing a new trivia game. It's called Mickey and Minnie's Trivia Game. And (laughs) that was spent a lot of time in naming for that. Uh, Mouse rules apply. (laughs) Uh, we'll premiere on the app just in time for the March 4th opening of the Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway and mm. the Mickey's Shorts Theater. Guests will be able to test their knowledge of Mickey and, uh, Mickey and his friends in the game inspired by the Disney Channel cartoon shorts. Oh, I'll fail epic then. Uh, there are five different trivia packs some of of which can only be unlocked after experiencing the Runaway Railway or the new theater, while others can be played at home. So that means you're going to have to come here. There are some new digital achievements coming uh, with the Runner Away achievement available at Mickey's uh, Minnie's Runaway Railway and the Short Stuff achievement at the Mickey Shorts Theater. See what they're doing there? Short round. Yep. What? <laughs> uh, the free Play Disney Parks app is filled with trivia, NQ games, and digital uh, achievements uh, to collect during your visit to Walt Disney World and Disneyland. And I will tell you, there was a guy in the Rise queue scanning everything in that queue. He's like, oh, God. I mean, he was scanning containers. He was punching buttons on stuff. He was he was oh, no. he was working that app hard. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, work that app. Work that app. <laughs> work it. Work it. Work own it. it. Own it. Own it. <laughs> <laughs> Going to hell. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> hang on. I'll get there. All right. You ready? Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Hang on. All right. <sighs> All right. I can move on now? Yes. Okay. Hang on. All right. I had a. Every now and then something pops in your head and you're like, oh, I can't say that. <laughs> We need to do an adult-only version of the show. We'll probably lose half of our Patreons after it, but it'll be funny. Uh, Disney announces a March 4th opening date and details for the Mickey Shorts Theater. Well, didn't you just mention the Mickey Shorts Theater? Yes. I should have. We should have done this story first because I had no idea this was coming. Mm. Walt Disney World's announced that the Mickey Shorts Theater, coming to Disney Hollywood Studios, will open on March 4th of 2020 and will show an original animated short entitled... <sighs> Vacation fun. The theater previously showed Star Wars Path of the Jedi and will boast a completely redesigned look when it opens. The original animated short Vacation Fun celebrates Mickey and Minnie's favorite vacation memories, plus a new adventure. Vacation Fun, which is exclusive to the Disney Hollywood Studios until someone shoots it and puts it on YouTube, will feature an a new animation and clip will feature new animation and clips from favorite Disney shorts, including Pandemonium, Couple Sweaters, Potato Land, Croissant de Triomphe, Entombed, Dumb Luck, Al Roja Vivo, Yodelberg, and Outback at Ya Vacation Fun. Yeah, sorry. Outback at Ya. Uh, when the show lets out, guests will have the opportunity to step into life-size versions of more animated Mickey shorts with various photo ops, existing shorts from the Mickey Mouse television series uh, that are being used in the post-show photo experiences are Yodelberg, Potato Land, Entombed, and Pandemonium. Interesting. So what you're telling me is, so what you're telling me is, mm-hmm. we took the entire animation courtyard and made it Star Wars. And now we're taking the Star Wars and we're making an animation again. Yes. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. Uh, I think we need to go find uh, some friends, John, and give this a try. Uh-huh. Yep. yep, yep, uh, yep, yep, yep. I saw this and I saw a video of it and it looks pretty fun. There's a hack for the Millennium Falcon a Smuggler's Run that... T- what? Who knew? Yeah, that turns it into chewy mode. So Disney Park fans have found a new hack that unlocks a very angry Chewie on the Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run uh, over at the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, referred to as chewy mode. The on-ride Easter egg, once unlocked, replaces Hondo's voice over with a Chewbacca yelling at you uh, in the, the... What's that? Shawaki, which is a Wookiee language. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, let me see if I can pronounce it correctly. Um, Shawak. Shiriwook. Shiriwook. Uh, which is the Wookiee language uh, for busting up the famous fighter. So here's what what you have to do uh, to unlock this hack. You'll need all six people. Okay, you can't do this with two or four. All six people in unison have to do this, okay? Each member of the flight crew must not activate their position right away as they normally would. The pilots must push their control lever to the extreme left or the extreme right and then extreme up or extreme down, depending on their position. Once this is done, hit the pilot activate button. 
then the engineers and the gunners will need to hold down one of the white buttons on their consoles before hitting their corresponding orange activation button. This all has to be done before the cast member, cast member finishes checking everyone's seatbelts and hits the OK Go button. If you're successful, Chewie will give you his mode and you'll have the <laughs> Chewie mode. So while the, the cast member's in there doing all that stuff, you got to be going, you know, bump, bump, dit, dit, doot, doot. And you have to have all that done before they step to the back and hit the uh, the button. Wow. Yeah. And it's pretty fun. It, it sounds great. I, I, I saw a video and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I think I think that would be fun. You should, eat, you should be able to ask for it. Just give me the chewy mode, you know? Yeah, can I have the chewy mode, please? Yeah. Uh, so the thing is, 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 you know, the ride will break, you know, in regular mode. Can you imagine what now this extra chewy mode's doing to the computer? Yeah, well, it, <laughs> it's probably like, oh, there's some idiots in uh, pod four want chewy mode. Great. <laughs> my, my question is, this had to be leaked because I don't see how anybody could have figured this out. It must have been. I, I mean, well, if you think of like uh, Street Fighter back in the day with the up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, start, yeah. A, B, A, B, whatever that was. I mean, how did that, you know, how would you have done that to get it into, you know, infinity mode or whatever it was? Right. Uh, so, yeah, somebody at the company or somebody, some Imagineer must have, they're like, okay, go release Chewy mode on the internet, you know? It had to have been. Yeah, I mean it's it's one of those things where I don't know how anybody would have found this. Yeah, I don't think because so. you only get to ride it a certain amount of times, and are you going to waste your, you know, like, do, 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 okay, do this, okay, yeah. no, that didn't work. Hey, crap, let's play the game. Right. Blah, 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 blah. right. Let's go stand in line again and play it again. Right, dude, that's a lot of work. So it, it I just think it had to be something that was released yeah. into the. I agree. All right. Uh, Disney ice cream varieties are now available at your local grocer. Hello. Yeah. Uh, once upon a time, boys and girls, you had to go to the Disney parks if you wanted to enjoy your Disney-inspired ice creams. Mm-hmm. See, not anymore. Nope. Kids nowadays are just not going to know. Right. Uh, now it's just as simple as heading to the local grocer, and there are so many Disney ice cream varieties you can find there. They're, the new line of frozen treats started out with the Mickey ice cream bars, and they've expanded. Mm. When the Mickey Ice Cream Bars came out last year, it was an internet sensation. Countless Disney fans rushed to the local grocers and bought cases and cases like Uncle Tony. Mm-hmm. They also uh, looked just like the iconic ice cream bar. Weren't they smaller? They were a little bit smaller, yes. Yeah. It was a great way to bring back the nostalgia of the parts while sitting in your backyard. And sure, we had seen themed ice creams and would tie into movies for marketing. But right. now we had something that was inspired by the parks. And there was also the Ample Hills ice creams, but, you know, that's a Bob Iger thing. So, right. you know, hey. so last year saw Toy Story 4 and Frozen 2 inspired ice cream cartoons. Um, and it looked like we can find some fun Disney and Pixar ice cream flavors now that don't tie into movies. You can find uh, cartons of Mickey Mouse, cartons of The Incredibles, Monster Inc., Finding Nemo inspired flavors uh, right now. In addition to the Mickey ice cream bars, you can now find another Disney Parks inspired treat. <gasps> Mickey ice cream sandwiches. Yes. Uh, they aren't they aren't as close to the original as the ice cream bars are, but they're still quite yummy. Who cares? They're ice cream sandwiches with Mickey's. Right. 
you can also get Millennium Falcon shaped ice cream sandwiches. Uh, these aren't at the Disney parks, but they really should be. Uh, we also found Min- Mickey and Minnie ice cream cups. Mm-hmm. Um, so many great Disney ice cream choices. It's really hard to decide which one are you most excited to try first. I vote for the ice cream sandwiches. Yeah. That's a roll. Yeah, I want to try that. Uh, I want to see if I can find the Millennium Falcon ones too. Mm, yeah, me too. That'd be great. I think those would be uh, interesting. I've got a bad feeling about this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, there are now Mary Blair popcorn buckets. Wow. That's pretty spectacular. I That's Next on our list. I love that they're going to their the history and their old-time Imagineers and, and people that work for the company making popcorn buckets right i'm with you uh the mary blair popcorn buckets are popping up all over the magic kingdom uh just as you would expect obviously uh these are colorful buckets that were inspired by the talented mary blair you can see uh you can't see in the pictures because we don't have the pictures they are bold color choices obviously on the print uh, on the bucket print on the box uh there's a box and a bucket so you can choose your uh weapon uh You'll find the geometric shapes as well as the park icons and symbols like the whimsical Mickey-shaped balloons. These snacks can be purchased for $5.25 and can be found in multiple popcorn stands around the Magic Kingdom. Uh, we were able, uh, let's see, they got this one on Main Street. So the Main Street popcorn uh, had that. Um, and also recently, they're not a fan of the Mary Blair because of the Imagineering story. You're, wait, what is it? What? Whether you're whether you've recently been a fan of the Mary Blair because of the Imagining Store or a longtime fan, you're going to not want to miss those popcorn buckets. All right, the next uh, story is about a new one of the new seven hotels that will be opening by 2021. This happens to be the JW Marriott uh, Orlando at Bonnet Creek and Spa. This is opening in March. So this is over by the Wyndham, the Hilton and the Waldorf uh, right down that area. You might have seen a big building uh, pop up uh, by I-4. So they announced, uh, announced their opening. At Bonnet Creek on March of 2020. They haven't given an exact date. Located just 30 minutes from the Orlando Airport and practically on the doorstep of Walt Disney World, this resort will offer luxury experiences with family-friendly offering and specifically designed family suites. The resort's amenities include a spa by JW, a resort pool, a splash pad, specialty restaurants, a rooftop terrace offering nightly views of theme park fireworks. Inspired by its natural surroundings, this 516-room resort will feature details of indigenous woods, wicker, stones, and more, all to promote a relaxing atmosphere. There are also 50,000 square feet of event space, perfect for hosting your wedding, a corporate meeting, a special event. The spa by JW is fully equipped, offering everything from 12-minute mini spa treatments to a full-day renewal. The family by JW program uh, will be... uh, will be offering enriched, enriching experiences for kids, including the 6th Floor Kids Conservatory, which will help boast their creativity and games and crafts 
In addition, there is also the activity garden featuring the Mount Chinola rock climbing wall, a nine-hole mini-golf, and an open lawn to play uh, giant chess and other games. The new family suites feature lofted beds like uh, spa-like bathrooms and larger living areas. These suites are designed to make stays more comfortable for a multi-generational family traveling with young children. These suites will also uh, offer access to the resort's daily shuttle service to Walt Disney World theme parks. For dining, this where I want to go, uh, the mm. resorts will offer a variety of options to suit your needs. Private dining and a chef's table experiences are offered at Sear and C Steakhouse, featuring dishes from, uh, made from wholesome ingredients, handcrafted cocktails, and elevated surface. Sounds like something we're going to have to try. Yes. On the ninth floor, the Alum, Alumin, Alumi, how do you say yeah. it? Alumi, a rooftop lounge. Mm. Offers a it's menu. The, what did you say? Illum. Illum. Offers a menu of contemporary sushi, seafood dishes, and Asian tapas, as well as handcrafted cocktails and views of the nightly fireworks. Unreserved is the uh, European inspired uh, food half style food hall style restaurant offering. So quick service uh, for those looking for adult beverages. They can kick back and relax. At the pool, at uh, the Palm Cove, guests also get their hands on Illy coffee, drinks, and all-day grab-and-go items at the JW Market, located near the lobby, con- uh, lobby lounge, and the bar area. If you mm. want to learn more, go to JW Marriott Orlando Bonnet Creek dot com. Mm. That's um, I watched that hotel be built mm-hmm. and. Not wait to go hang out there and hang out on the top floor because uh, it's just a gorgeous, just a gorgeous looking resort. Yeah, it's a very modern, contemporary look, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Cool. Yep. Um, okay, so I have questions about this next article. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the headline is Impossible Burger, now the preferred plant based burger at Disney Parks. What other plant based burgers were there? They were probably making their own. Yeah, I guess. Um, so the Impossible Foods has announced that their Impossible Burger is now the preferred plant-based burger of Walt Disney World Resort, Disneyland, and Disney Cruise Line. Mm-hmm. Uh, on February 28th, Disney celebrated the new partnership by rolling out Impossible Foods menu items at Disney California Adventure Food and Wine Festival, including the Petite Impossible Burger with guac and pepper jack cheese at the Avocado Time Marketplace. The Impossible Burger Mac and Cheese at Nuts About Cheese Marketplace and the Impossible Meatball Submarine at Paradise Garden Grill. Impossible Foods options will soon be offered at multiple locations across Walt Disney World, Disneyland, and the Cruise Line, including Tony's Town Square Restaurant at the Magic Kingdom, Smoke Jumpers Grill at Disney California Adventure, and more. This announcement comes on the heels of the 2019 announcement that the Disney Parks will be adding plant-based options at all major quick and table service dining locations in the United States. There are already more than 400 plant-based dishes available at Walt Disney World and more than a, more will be available at Disneyland this spring. Reminds me of that Wendy's commercial. Where's the beef? Exactly. Yep. <laughs> That's what you're going to have to say when you go to the park now. Uh, excuse Where's me, can, can you point me to the beef? 
<laughs> I'd like a real burger, please. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. This is a rumor. <laughs> I forgot we had a rumor button. Uh, so rumors suggest that Johnny Depp is coming back for the next Pirates movie. No. <laughs> I mean, yay. <laughs> uh, I mean, <clears throat> So what an absolute uh, whirlwind has been for fans of the Pirate series uh, since the last movie was released. Uh, it's already been three years. Uh, has it been three years since we saw a Pirates movie? Wow. So time flies when you're not, not missing the Pirates Caribbean franchise. <laughs> yeah. uh, since there's been so much back and forth on whether or not Johnny Depp would return as Captain Sparrows in further movies, uh, now that we finally have the truth behind what happened between Depp and actress Amber Heard, do we have the Oops. truth? I think she made it up. Yeah. I'll double check while you're talking. Okay. Uh, It would uh, seem that Disney is a bit more comfortable uh, with considering getting uh, the actor back in his famous uh, pirate character and obviously get us all excited. Uh, We were a little concerned, at least I was, (laughs) when they... The rumor was that actor Zach uh, Zach Efron was rumored to take the starring role in future movies. Uh, the shoes are just uh, too difficult to fill. Uh, and I think they weren't going to take it over or continue it where it was. They were going to go back to an early, like an early Jack Sparrow, uh, I think, was where that story was going to go, too. Um, uh, so while there are many uh, who want to see the pirate movies uh, come to an end... I don't know if everybody wants to, to come to an end. Do you want it to come to an end? Um, I like to get it started with something good. I mean, I don't <laughs> want it to. These last couple of movies were not great. In fact, I didn't even bother with the last one. Mm. I just desire. Yeah. I mean, I was burned out. Yeah. Yeah. It would be. I don't know. Like I, I I'm hearing that uh, Jungle Cruise is going to be the next franchise thing. So. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> uh, so given the cliffhanger, you know, that we saw at the end with the Black Pearl and all that, so I don't know if we'll see it come back. Uh, the same rumor also ju- suggests that the next big movie will cast a woman uh, as the central role, and Depp's cap- uh, Captain Jack will simply be there for support. If this is the case, there's almost no doubt that it will be Red, uh, the character from Disney's theme parks who... You know, was taken out. Uh, would be great uh, to return to the story and then put the put her back in the theme park would be the best thing. Uh, it's not entirely clear if the next film uh, will uh, be a continuation of the Jack story or be a, re- a reboot. We'll have to see. And who wouldn't like to see Kira Knightley return as Elizabeth Swan and Orlando Bloom return as Will Turner? I don't think. I think Orlando said he's out. If I remember the last time I heard him on an interview, he was done. Personally, I think that if Johnny Depp is in it, I would just have him like hand over the reins to somebody else. Yeah. You know, right. let it be, you know, Elizabeth Swan or her kid, mm-hmm. you know, right. male, female. I don't care. Just be really careful because it's a it's a, it's a it's a great franchise that has not done well in the last few years in my opinion i'm not trying to be one way or the other but it's just just have to be careful i mean the right character the right leader you know uh, it's just it's one of those things yeah 
this is me. So what happened with Amber Heard was apparently there was some uh, a ruckus within their marriage, mm-hmm. and she admitted to hitting Depp okay. a lot, a lot. Okay. And the line, you know, <laughs> abuse is always, you know, usually the other way around. Right. And the line, the line that gets me is she says, and I quote, uh, I didn't know what the motion of my hand was, but you're fine. I didn't hurt you. I didn't punch you. I was hitting you. Okay. If that was reversed. Oh, it'd be a whole different story. <laughs> okay. Just checking. I wasn't punching you. I wasn't doing anything. Mm-hmm. I was hitting you like mm-hmm. hit. Well, that makes it better. It was a love tap. It was a love tap, violently. <laughs> but there's also rumors of her, and all of this is alleged, by yeah. the way. If I didn't mention that, I should. Uh, she was allegedly throwing things like pots and pans, pots, like flower pot type stuff. and just, <laughs> it's, it's not doing well. He, he did not choose wisely, which is Oof. which is sad because I really liked her in Aquaman. Mm. Yeah. You know, Wig was awful, but she was great. Right. I liked her. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, what about these awesome mention? Uh, mention the Disney Brothers number shirt there. Mention. Yeah. So, uh, if you have not, uh, please go out and sign up uh, for the uh, Disney by the Numbers T-shirt. You can get awesome custom T-shirts. So, the way it works is a new shirt comes out uh, usually around the first of the month. You have about ten days to order it. Uh, if you don't get your order in, uh, the shirt goes bye bye, goes in our vault, and we're done. Uh, and then the shirts. Uh, ship at the end of the month so we print only for what is ordered so if you don't order you don't get one uh no you way you go sign up at uh www.disneybythenumbers.com forward slash uh shop or subscribe either one uh and uh you can sign up there all right kids how about a little headline news And now, the headline news. Go ahead. Oh, me? Oh. Yeah, go for it. Why not? Okay. Uh, I'm, I can't believe I'm saying this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Help us all. Tickets are on sale for Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, March second yeah. as we record this. We should get a calendar and mark see see how early they can go and do this. <laughs> well, are, isn't this the the extended? Like they're going to start selling them like first or middle of August. Well, I think that's when the first part. They haven't given the exact dates of the party yet, but uh, people have hacked the way you know the calendar is. You can figure it out. Well, uh, I mean, but they are going to start in August again. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, well, selling tickets, I already got to have the dates out. Hang tight. This is crazy. Yeah. This is absolutely crazy. What they should do is, while you're at the Christmas party, sell you Halloween tickets for the following uh-huh. year. Yes. <laughs> August 13th through November 1st. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Jeez, oh, Pete. All, August 13th, September 13th. Okay. October 13th lay, and November. I'm, Two and a half months. I'm going to lay uh, my bet down that right. uh, August 13th will also be the first day of food and wine. Oh, it may be. Oh, my God. That'd be <laughs> hilarious. 
<laughs> and they're going to make you choose Halloween party, food and wine, Halloween party, food and wine, Halloween. Well, that's what they want. Yeah. You know, they have to choose wisely. Yeah. Choose wisely. That's right. That's right. Right. All right. Uh, Disney X Coach Animal Friends are now available at Coach Outlets and online. Mm-hmm. So if you need to have that little animal friend coach bag, mm-hmm. uh, you can now get it for $5 off at the outlets. <laughs> nice. Uh, hey, there's a new little mug going around. It's called Been There, the Star Wars Starbucks mug. It's coming soon. I know. Do you have to have one? <laughs> I don't have to, but you know, I have a, a mug problem. Yes. Not Star Wars. I have a, I have a mug problem. Right. Uh, I have several Star Wars mugs. And this, you know, I've got all, I've got the original, the OG mm. Starbucks mugs from the parks. So right. this have to be a purchase. Right? Did you get the uh, the Epcot purple monorail Starbucks? No, no, no yeah, I, mi- I missed that by day. Yeah, yeah. no, I did not. Uh, in anticipation of the uh, sinking of the. Uh, <laughs> Jungle Cruise boat <laughs> and the movie coming out. Uh, Disney Jungle Cruise Adventure game is coming this summer, and uh, I hope they re- <laughs> I hope they go back now and go. Oh, your boat has sunk. <laughs> game over for you. <laughs> uh, there are also now new breakfast items debuting at Star Wars Galaxy Edge here in Florida only right now. I guess it's uh, where they're testing them. I will say it's very. Uh, limited to the places that you can get breakfast at 7 a.m. in the studios. Right. So uh, you may want to bring something with you or eat before, you know. Uh, The ABC Commissary uh, adds new breakfast items at the studios, and I think they're also anticipation of uh, March 4th for uh, the Mickey's Runaway Train. I think they're going to... You know, everybody, everybody's going to go to the park for Star Wars Rise and then head now to Runaway rather than Slinky Dog, I would assume. I, t- I don't know about that, but okay, yeah. cool. Go. Yeah. Uh, there's a new Mickey uh, Balloon Spirit jersey that is flying into the parks. These spirit jerseys, some I like, like the, the Baby Yoda one, it's horrible. Yeah. Not good. If you're a woman, it looks like Baby Yoda's coming from your boobies or something. It's just a very weird placement of where that baby Yoda is. All cars and letters go to <laughs> Tony at this point. Uh, this one, it looks cute because they're kind of on the back, but I don't know. Not all of them are made equal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Walt Disney's uh, Hollywood Studios also extended their early openings uh, through at the end of March. And that is the extra, extra magic hour. You know, the thing nice. you pay for to get mm-hmm. into the park. So they've mm-hmm. extended now through March. Mm. Uh, Rob Durant was now. No, that's, try uh, again. Roz. Always watching. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many times she gets that at work. <laughs> I'm probably only once a day. So they get fired. Yeah. And then it's all of a sudden. Get fired. Uh, Roz Durant was now named the Senior Vice President of Operations responsible for Disney Springs, ESPN World of Sports, and Water Parks. I like the way they mash all these things and then go, here, you run all of this. They're not related, but you go do that over there. (laughs) Yeah, you do this, you do that. Yeah. Yeah. Keep watching on everything. No, he's watching. watching. 
right. Hey, Guardians of the Galaxy Mix Live is returning this summer to Epcot. Well, Yay. Well, you have to put something in the park. Otherwise, why are we going to go there? That's right. <laughs> Just That's to right. see Our- your construction walls? <laughs> mm. Well, it's only happening during the day because at night they've got the um, the concerts. Mm. That right? The flower power. Yeah. No. The eat uh, garden rocks. Oh, concerts. garden rocks. Sure. Yeah. It's not flop, but sorry. All right. Moment of silence. Go ahead. Disney Springs West Side Taco Food Truck closed. It's being replaced with a new concept. Jeez. Now, this is not the Four Rivers. This is their Disney's version of a taco yeah. truck. So Disney was like, wait, there's somebody out there doing it better than us? Yeah. Hey, fine. We're going to find something else to eat. <laughs> It'll be a plant-based food option, I'm sure. That would be a, probably a smart option for them to do. I, uh, yeah, I guess. That's, you know. Plant-based stuff is crazy to me right now. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Uh, no. I'm okay, good. cool. Hey, we want to let you know about something special that's coming up um, on the 23rd of March, which is the last last week of March. Well, yeah, it's the last full week of March. We're doing a very special free week for our uh, Disney Patreon page. Uh, so if you've ever wondered what it's like to listen to the Extra Magic Hour, or the Extra Extra, or even the uh, Disney Plus podcast show, we're going to offer those shows for that week and that week only for free. You're going to get a chance to try it out. And if you like it, we would love for you to join us and be a Patreon. Um, but after that week, those shows go back into the vault. So come check it out. Let us know what you think. Uh, we would love to have you uh, join us. And uh, that's going to happen starting on March 23rd. Okay. Sounds good. And go all the way to the 29th, I think. Perfect. That's that's a week. Yeah. Uh, come find us over on Facebook at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Disney Parks Podcast. And uh, you can also find us over at DisneyParksPodcast.com. We can check out all of our show archives, links to our amazing sponsors like our friends at Destinations to Travel uh, and the character signings. And uh, we want to make sure that you uh, check out our show there. And uh, I already mentioned uh, Disney on Patreon. And mm-hmm. like we always say, kids, if we don't see you online, we'll see you in the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney Parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company.